Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Behind the Group podcast. I am DJ Keo. And I am Basil Barrington. And we are back with episode number four, The Citadel. Tell her everything. IMDb gave mm-hmm. this a 7.3. I'm not mad at the 7.3. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think it's fair. You know, and um, dude, this is like, okay, this was like a 40-minute episode. And mm-hmm. again, they started off the episode with a mission, right? Yeah, to rescue mm-hmm. the fallen agent. Yeah. Who is Carter. appalled that they are there. <laughs> right. Carter's like, oh, no, no. Don't you come help me. <laughs> Carter was like, so, you know, we were talking about this offline, you know, when they went and rescued mm-hmm. Carter, he was like, what, what are you doing here? And then Mason thought, you know, Carter was talking to him, but, you know, Carter yeah, was actually like, no, talking her. about Nadia, you know, like, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, last week you were saying you thought that Mason was the mole. And now it, it seems like. Do. Yeah, it seems like I, Nadia is I, the mole, but I yeah. think that's a switch right there, a cold switch. Huh? I think that I think that's the switcheroo for TV, keep yeah. you out there. I think I think Mason is the the real mole, yeah. and the reason why I think that is because he doesn't have his memory, so everybody else knows everything except him. So he's being played like right now. They're letting him on with their version of events for him. He mm. doesn't really know what's going on. That's why like, I think it's a TV so true. I don't know. I, it's a vibe. It's a hunch so mm. far. I have nothing to back this up, so, but we'll see. But I think it is. I'll, I'll, I'm going to bank on that. Now, do you think that, okay, so no one knows anything because, well, at least mm. uh, Mason and, you know, Brielle or uh, Celeste mm. or Abby, she doesn't know anything either. So do you think mm. that because Mason doesn't know anything and he lost his memory, um, do you think that the Citadel actually set this entire thing up so that he doesn't remember anything? You think that's true? I mean, that's possible because there, there was moles in the Citadel, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it could have been set up in a way to make sure that he, of all people, has to lose his memory. That's possible. But like, to what end, though? What do you get out of him losing his memory only? I guess you well, take him off the board. He can't do anything. Well, maybe they discovered that he actually is a um a, a double, you know, a double agent for Manicor, you know, and they're just like, okay, let's not say anything, let's set it up and see if we can get information. Because well, he's if he doesn't have his memory, he's useless to Manicor. Unless right. they have a, ch- a way to get his memory back, but mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't think so. Is it? Yeah. Is that's the question I have about this? Because it's not clear. Is the bat vial the only version of his memory, or is there a backup somewhere else? Yeah. Is there a backup backup? Is that well, that vials the only thing of his memory? That's it? There's, there's no way he could get it again? I'm going to say no, because remember, everything is backed up to the central server. So there has to be a backup, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Well, we don't know if they blew up the building where the, the headquarters was sitting there. Oh, know. like in Utah, right? The uh, headquarters. We yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. That. yeah. We have the two the headquarters in the mountain. Mm-hmm. We have no idea if they blew if if they got rid of that, then he's he's got real problems. But he's done. Well, know, there has to be a possibility. You know, the thing about servers is, you know, the thing about servers is... Yeah, it's in the cloud. (laughs) It's in the cloud, right, exactly. Let me ask you this here, because Mm -hmm. watching... um, um, We're four episodes in with The Citadel, Mm -hmm. and I'm really impressed with uh, Nadia as um, a spy, right? Man, did you see... Yeah, she's a great spy. Did you see how she was just swissing folks up? I mean, she stabbed the guy and like came down (laughs) on his leg with a knife, just like sliced it open. That whole action sequence was fire. And and you know what? And it was her. 
if you look at it, mm-hmm. um, I mean, last week, you know, uh, Mason had a dope, you know, sort of scene like on the ski slopes and everything. But Nadia yeah. also Is kicks butt, turn? man. She's very yeah, impressive, she's you know, thing. very impressive as a spy for and real. You can see sparks of Mason getting his thing back when he when he's came in the building, like he's doing everything right. Like he's touching his shoulder and let her know where he is. Mm-hmm. He's doing all the basics that you would get when you, you right. do a breach and entry, whatever. So mm-hmm. it's kind of there, but not really. Cause when he ran out of bullets, he didn't know what to do. Yeah, he was and she's like, fine, there. I'll give you back if they're like, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But like it, it seems like that the muscle reflexes are there, like the muscle memory, it's all it's all kind of there still, which is interesting too. Because how how deep of a spy was he that you know, he could lose his memory, but all that stuff is still there. Like, it didn't look like it was there for her. Because, <laughs> like, when he, he threw the knife at her, she was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Right. But, like, for him, he threw the knife. He just caught it instantly. He's like, oh, I still got it. That That's interesting. Because, well, he was long. He was around longer, too. They didn't mm. say how long he was in the in Citadel, but he was there longer than, um, what's her name? Nadia. Nadia, yeah. So, yeah, me, I, I, I don't know. Let me Let me throw this, like, totally different plot twist into the mix right what if mason is playing a whole like i lost my memory thing what if he's playing that whole thing again maybe he is truly an agent or a double agent for manicure and he's playing this entire thing that would be crazy (laughs) that would be absolutely crazy because he did it's funny how he he got together with abby or what's her name, Celeste, or whatever her Celeste name is. Or like, Brielle. It's funny of of all the people Jennifer. that to, you would get together with. It's funny that he would get together with her. Yeah. When he loses his memory, like how do you? Because she's in a specific spot, and he came from Italy all the way over there to get to this one spot and just end up with her. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, but you know, that's a lot of skill. Well, because the other thing about this episode is that he's explaining how you have to believe the lie. And you have to sell it. Otherwise, you're going to get caught out there. So it could be foreshadowing, to be honest, that he does know what's going on and he's playing dumb. That's a possibility. It's a very good point that you just made. Well, you know, that's the thing about these super duper spy flicks, right? It's like you really Mm -hmm. don't know until you know until they tell you, right? Yeah. You just don't because, you know, we were talking about they were like, hey, there's no more spies. We now know that Carter is alive and he is also part of citadel right so we know that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and it's just again and you know he didn't lose his memory which he's supposed to he knew everything was going on while he was still in the in the jail everybody was supposed to be backstopped right but you know what he you said he did lose his memory because when he no, was no, um, he, actually no you're right because he did the two people on the train were the ones that got backstopped he didn't right. get backstopped yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, and um speaking of backstop, the way they backstop, this was the first time they used the backstop technology yeah, on Celeste or Abby <laughs> or Brielle. <laughs> and they yeah. were just like, I mean, they they sent her to New Mexico, Mexico City to like get this done, mm-hmm. right? Let me ask you yeah. this about um uh Celeste, right? So she went undercover to mess with like uh you know, the mm-hmm. twins, right? <clears throat> the twins are sick. They're just completely sick, man. I mean, it's a it's cool characters. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like them. And um, so, you know, she infiltrated these, uh, these two sort of like, you know, thugs, right? And then they mm-hmm. found out he was creating a super weapon called the Oz key, which is completely, yeah. I mean, you're a tech That's person. Magical. I'm a tech person. <laughs> That's, magical, That's magical, right? It's just like, how can you create a, how, I mean, just imagine this. 
you're creating something that looks like a disc. Mind you, you know, mm-hmm. you have all these different shapes and things when it comes to like the uh, the wafer mm-hmm. and the, um, you know, just the core and everything else, right? This mm-hmm. device is supposed to disable the entire infrastructure of countries. Yeah. Not a, not <laughs> a company... <laughs> Not a company, not a, not an elementary school, you know, yeah, not like, you know, country. not yeah, the if you did like Target. A, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you did like a Faraday cage or something like that in this little area, I'm like, okay, you know, you did like an EMP, mini EMP, like, all right. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that's silly, but okay. But like a whole country with a little wafer thing? Ah, it's, no. It's a bit much. It's too right. much TV, TV magic. So let me ask you this here, right? Because... We know that someone has the Oz key. We know that. We know that whatever like uh, Celeste or Abby or Brielle grabbed, it was like a fake sort of uh, Oz key. So someone has the Oz key, but I think they said someone does have it. I mean, if you you saw like when um, Mm -hmm. Mason was checking his phone, they said we have the case. I don't know which case they're talking about. Yeah. He got Mm -hmm. mad. He just threw threw his phone or something like that. He's got mad. He's not a text. He got mad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that could mean anything, though. <laughs> I think he was supposed to get it and not tell anybody, and he's kind of framing her, which is also interesting. That yeah. that's a possibility too that he does have it, but he's just trying to frame her. I don't know, man. This is it can go in a lot of different directions. So, like, I I like for the show so far. I like the mystery and you know, like you don't really know what's happening. All that stuff yeah. is great. I love. I like it. that. I like that. Now, do you think that um. So I'm 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 um I'm going to uh you know mention her three names Celeste Brielle and Abby. <laughs> Do you think yeah. she's a believable spy? No, no, <laughs> no. no. I, I but, think it's a, so, it's a honey she, pot, I guess. <laughs> you said a Wait, like <laughs> right, exactly. But, right? <laughs> no, as a spy, spy just kicking no. down doors like nah. I don't. I don't but Joe, the way I would, she I would send over, her to a James Bond mission. Exactly the way she like uh, busted Davik's head with the uh, the the toilet. Um, That's toilet, fair. Yeah, you know, just a toilet yeah, that, uh, tub cover just like wow i was like oh my goodness that must he has a headache yeah. yo, for real oh he's got a giant headache but like i i like that it's realistic about like the women fighting and the men fighting what they can and can't do because mm-hmm. it's, it's ridiculous when watching action movies and there's like a 80 pound girl flipping guys through a window i'm like that's not gonna happen like stop no, it. that's ridiculous I mean, so like yeah. they're 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 using their size they realize that you know i can't take down 300 pound dude so like they're using knives and weapons. So I'm cool with all that. I like that it's realistic from that standpoint. The technology is ridiculous, right? But the, yeah, the right? fighting stuff is realistic, and I appreciate that for them. Yeah. So you know, thus far, four episodes in. Like, who's your best character mm-hmm. thus far? Four episodes in. I like Nadia. Me too. I like I Mason, think... but mm-hmm. Mason's kind of a douchebag. So like, I like him and don't like him. He like he's likable when he, he doesn't have his memory. When he has his memory, you're like, oh, this guy's a prick, man. <laughs> well, I guess why that makes him a good spy because James Bond's a prick too. But it makes sense. But like Natty is likable all around. But you know, I think that she's hiding something really large that yeah. affects everybody. Right. And exactly. I think Mason's hiding something really large he doesn't know yet that's gonna affect mm-hmm. everybody too. Because they both that's- said it on the train. Yeah. Every time I see, like, again, four episodes and every time I see uh, Nadia, like, just the way mm-hmm. she moves as a spy, the way she fights, I'm like, 
man, this could be a movie with with her as the spy. Yeah, yeah. You know, her as the lead. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I hope they do. I, I like the universe building so far, mm-hmm. and I hope they expand it and do more shows or do a movie or something. I I don't want this to be the end of this show. I like it. Uh, yeah. You have to do more. The universe building is great. I I really like, that, like I really like that they're putting money into every episode. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel cheap. Like this episode, it there wasn't there wasn't too much cross country traveling, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of they is kind of uh, stuck in the little area, but right. still, action was solid. Story was good. Um, so they are putting money into each episode. Like there's no, they, they didn't have a walking and talking episode so far. Yeah. At least mm-hmm. I haven't seen yet. But we'll see. Yeah. But like, I don't think, I think the last two episodes are going to be crazy. Oh my goodness. To, to maintain uh, you know, the fire. You know, I think that uh, Amazon has done, done this in the past where like they give you the last two episodes up front. They've done that mm-hmm. in the past, you know, so who knows, right? But Last episode, you know, it was basically uh, Bernard and Andor. He was like, you know, but Andor is going to help Bernard, you know, escape mm-hmm. and so that he can meet, he can yeah. link up with Brielle, right? So here's the That's thing, right? That's what I was right? waiting for. I was, right, I, was, but, I was waiting for that for this episode, yeah. Right, but you know what? But here's the thing, right? They use this mm-hmm. episode to set up how Brielle and Anders sort of met, right? Yeah. And here's the and other why thing. why he wants to get her back. Right. And here's the other thing. We know that they just, they use this whole backstop um, on Brielle mm-hmm. first, right? Or Celeste, right? Mm-hmm. And we were just talking earlier that, you know, th- there's probably a backup of his memory somewhere. And even it Celeste's memory, be. right? So <laughs> if he's be. going to, if Bernard is going to reconnect Andor, Andor's mm-hmm. and um, Abby or Brielle together, she's going to need her memory back. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it's pointless. You get started. It, yeah. Exactly. So I think there's some. <laughs> I think there's some memories stored somewhere. You know. I don't know. Like somewhere. Mm. It's in the clouds. Like you said. It's all in the clouds. It, it's a spy agency. There's got to be double, double, double cross. Like yeah, it's got to be something. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> man, this is um this joint is really interesting. I love. Mm. I love how they just keep you on the edge every episode. Every episode, you're on the edge. When they end, yeah, you're yeah. on the edge, like, oh, I can't wait until the next episode. Okay, mm-hmm. again, we love this episode. At least I love the episode. I'm quite, it sounds like you love the episode. I as like well, it. Right? I like it too. Yeah. I like the universe, okay. man. Universe mm-hmm. is great. So, like, thus far, we're four episodes in. This mm-hmm. episode, number four, tell her everything. Yeah, tell her so, everything. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to rate it? Uh, I give it a 7.5. I mm-hmm. think it was great. I think it was pretty good. I it also like it's setting up for all the discoveries that's coming up in the next two episodes, or yeah. I think it's going to be seeds of something for the future sequels or whatever the next season, mm-hmm. I, as most likely it was going to be. I don't think they can give you everything at the end of this show. Yeah. So what, what would you rate it? I'm going to give it an 8.5 and I'm going to tell you why, <clears throat> because when I was watching the opening mission, the scene when they were, mm-hmm. you know, trying to rescue um, Carter from the Manicore Black Ops site, right? Mm-hmm. It made me really feel like Nadia could be a super spy all on her own. She doesn't yeah, need Nadia's like a, a she is dude. I mean, come on. She she needs something because 
And mm-hmm. and I hope that, you know, with the second season, if there is a second season, she's still around. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I hope that she becomes the main spy, like for Citadel, because mm-hmm. man, the way she fights, the way she moves, she understands the whole nine. She's like, listen, we're just spies. Yeah, we're yeah. having sex. We're just spies. This, I'm I'm not in love with you, <laughs> you know? This is, I'm we're yeah, just having but- fun. Mm-hmm. We're getting a hobbled version of Mason, though. We don't know what kind of super G he is, too. That's the thing that it kind of like, it's like, ah, oh, Nadia's great, but Nadia's only great because this guy doesn't have his memory. He's not 100% yet. He's like 30% right now, 20%. Well, you know, so, yeah. they showed us some opening spy missions where it was just like about um, Mason, oh, yeah, they were they both, both cutting up. <laughs> yeah, remember Mason on the ski slopes, man. That was a dope mm-hmm dope scene i was just like wow this is so crazy man so keo is giving it a 7.5 i am giving it an 8.5 citadel Mm. two episodes left man i can't wait to see what they're gonna do because they're putting money they're putting their foot into this entire six episodes i love it the writing is really good too right right good i i like it i saw some criticisms of it and like this is spy stuff like this is how it is like yeah everyone's trying to be extra like it's got to be Shakespeare. It's not Shakespeare. We yeah. come here for the action and a good story. That's it. That's all we're here for. Yeah. Act, acting is okay. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be spectacular. It's all is about the action. Like I just watched John Wick the other day and you know, the the acting, whatever is just okay. But John Wick was freaking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we came there for. Yeah. Anyway. I was, I was telling my uh, cousin, you know, I was telling him about this show and I was like, yo, it's it's a spy flick. It's all about the drip, drip. That's what a spy flick yeah. is. It's drip, drip, drip. You have to follow, you know, breadcrumbs and dripping. That's it, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, like overthink you it. You know something's going to pop off. That is the point. Yeah. It's a spy flick. It's point. Right. You, you know, have, so. Everything doesn't have to be explosions at the Hindenburg. Like, you got to, it's supposed to be a slow burn with good things happening, little, little trickles of stuff. When you get to it, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this is worth it. That's yeah. the point of spy stuff. Exactly. Gotta love it. Well, there you have it. Another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. I am Basil Barrington. I am DJ Keel. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And until next time, peace. All right.